When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey there, welcome to the show, to the talk, to the program, to the get-together where we spend some time trying to make money make a little bit more sense for you so you can make some more of that money. I'm Don McDonald, along with Tom Cock, right over there. There he is in the uh, the uh, model airplane room. It's not the museum Anger. anymore. He got upset no. with me. I don't know. No. I Just try to be nice. Just try to be nice. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> by the way, uh, just a little programming note while I got you here. Yeah. Next Saturday, it's Tom's day. It's Tom Day. I feel the pressure mounting. Uh, Don, Don, hour. Don is not going to be here. Don's not here next Saturday. <laughs> Get the reference. Thank Don's you. Don's probably not here on Friday either. I think I'm driving somewhere. Um, and then I'm going to be taking, for those of you who are podcast listeners, I hate to disappoint you, but there's gonna there are going to be some missing podcasts in there. Now, maybe, maybe if Tom's feeling generous, he might record something and send it to me, and I could probably sneak that up on the web once or twice. But as far no, as I know— you never gave me that option. I just did now. I surprised oh, okay. you with that. So yeah, I can always record something. The question is the quality thereof. Well, that's what I mean. So we'll yeah. see. We're not promising anything. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to take some vacation. And, and that's something, if you look back, <laughs> I haven't done much. I haven't of. done. No, you have not done much. 855-935-TALK, though, is our phone number right now. And that, that's a great, that number you can use 24-7. You can call us anytime and leave your questions, or you can call us when we're live on Saturdays at, at Northwest News Radio in the Seattle area. And uh, that is between noon and 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern, 855-935-TALK. Now. We have mentioned the current market and how um, how you're affected by it. But the other worry that sort of underpins all of this and uh, is discussed a lot is the fear of recession. Now, again, we don't know if we're going to have a recession or not. We have no idea. We don't have one now, do we, Tom? A recession, technically. We do is two quarters. Oh no, no, we don't. Okay. Is two quarters of negative growth. And by the way, this article says the threat of recession looming. Now I looked out the window. Did you find it? Did you see recession I, out there? No, I cannot see west from my place, so maybe it's looming to the west because mm. weather does come from the west. Right, and recessions generally. tend to, to to flow from west to east. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> or is it east to west? I don't know. It's not funny. But it could but be it is north funny. to south. You know, recession is not a laughing matter. I understand that because people, it's, it's not. I mean, people, I've lost a my res- job in a recession. A recession a is no, I lost, well, I've, yeah, a recession yeah, is no happens. laughing matter, but yeah, re- but it is. It's kind of funny the way you said it. I'm sorry. And re- but recessions are, recessions are recessions are a fact of 
economic yeah, they life. They they capitalist capitalist economic, economic life. life. Yes. But what do you do? I mean, people yeah. say, "Well, okay, if we're going into recession, okay, what do I need to do? Things, what do I actually, what should I do?" Couple, I, nothing with your portfolio because your portfolio is built for that. Got it. Oh, thank you. So nothing that's much easy because, or if it's not, then it better be. Number two, and this is a pretty simple, straight up one too, because if you're heading into a period where your income may be affected, mm-hmm. having a lot of debt is a bad thing. Ooh, that would be a bad thing. Yes, you lose your because, job, you got debt bad. Yeah. And um, debt is expensive. Before you go generally. to the next one, I bet you're going to yeah. say number three. See, Tom loves numbering things. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> and number three. What is number three? Uh, well, number three is you should have some money set aside. Now you're going to say, how much should you have set yeah, aside? Yeah, how much should I have set yeah. aside? Thank right. you. This I, I, Actually, this is a rare article at CNBC that I liked. It doesn't happen a whole lot of times. Jen, oh, by the way, Jim Cramer says the second half of the year will be better than the first half. Oh, thanks, Jim. We <laughs> so trust everything you say. Confidence, a lot of confidence there. Uh, it says dual income families. That's where I think more than one person is working mm-hmm. and creating an income. Or or it could be one person with two incomes. That's good. <laughs> good. Yeah, which I'm next week I'm going to have two incomes again. Um, cause I'm going to be refing again now that my knee is healed. But anyway, uh, save at least three months worth of income set aside i think that's pretty reasonable for dual income family i think that's pretty Pretty reasonable for almost anybody actually well but no but but if you're a sole breadwinner yeah i think you should have more because there's more risk oh you're right because yeah i think it makes that makes sense six to twelve months maybe six to twelve i'm I'm with that and then we come back we'll we'll talk uh, they like entrepreneurs to have a year or more which also kind of makes sense been there well yeah having been there and 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 struggled at times yeah yeah yeah, that kind of makes sense we'll have more in just a minute plus your calls 855-935-TALK are talking real money is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, welcome back to the program, the podcast, both. It's one, then it's the other. I'm Don McDonald with Tom Cock. This is Talking Real Money. Our number is 855-935-TALK. And right now, we're talking a little bit about emergency money in case the economy tanks a bit, goes into a recession. Uh, What should you have and where should you keep it? Yeah, I mean, that's the other question, right? So we, we touched on the fact that dual income families, maybe three months worth of cash sort of sitting around. If you're in a, in a household that only has one breadwinner, six to 12 months, I think is reasonable. They also point out entrepreneurs, a one-sided, one year of expenses. I think that's pretty smart because I've been one of those entrepreneurs that ran out of money. Uh, and I think that's very smart. And then they talk about retirees, those who are already living off their assets. They suggest... One to three years of expenses in cash. Now, this is a bit of a that's I kind of a argue stretch. about that. Yeah, because if you have a portfolio of stocks and bonds, and the stocks go down, generally the bonds stay stable. There's been a little bit of an unusual year when they both gone down. You can take money out of the bonds without really disturbing how much you how many shares you have in those stock mutual funds. So I I think at the max for somebody retired who has savings, who's getting money from Social Security, pensions that are probably going to keep paying you, 
I think anything, any more than a year, unnecessary and probably costly to your financial health. Right. But so with this money, you don't want it in your bank account. No, you don't want you it in really your don't. checking account. You probably don't want it in your traditional bank savings <laughs> account because I know my nope. Bank of America savings account pays still zero, basically. Uh, where do you go? But, but there are other places. I mean, you can you can go to High Yield Savings. We just looked this up today. Go to bankrate.com. Look at the deals there. And I think you found a bank that's doing 1.6%. Yes. Eh, not bad. Basque Bank. I've never Basque heard bank. of Basque Bank. Me either. Yeah, so. But 1.61. 1, 1. It's pretty and good. And then uh, you're, the other idea you like for if you're holding a little bit more in cash is laddering cds which you could do yeah, pretty well right i was now. shocked for those of you looking for just like absolute safety ain't no doubt about it kind of safety i was really shocked to find that there were um five-year cds that were let's let me just double check three and a quarter percent yeah that's, on a five-year cd wow, that's that's come up a lot in just a couple that's weeks a lot you can still do a one-year cd for 1.9 which is and a, a, real, either, a really actually. aberrant one, there's a one-and-a-half-year CD at, I think it was one-and-a-half at Capital One, that was like two-point-something. So those there's deals out there. And again, all those numbers come from bankrate.com. So go take a look. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. And Al is with us. Welcome to the program, Al. Okay, you youngsters, I got a question for you. I'm in my All right, sir. Early I'm trying to figure out, trying to simplify things, and I was wondering if there's some funds that I could go to at Vanguard where I don't have to do any balancing or anything like that. Maybe the uh, uh, cycle funds or something like that. Target dates. Yeah, there's several. There's several. You could do a target date fund that Don just mentioned. You could do the balanced index fund, which is a pretty good fund. It's got stocks and bonds. It's about 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds. The idea here is you get some exposure to equities that make a lot more over time than bonds do, but you have the stability of this 40% you know, in the other, uh, other part of the portfolio. But I'd say either of those for sort of a set it and forget it type of situation where you really don't have to worry about rebalancing the account or doing anything with the money, then it's there with moderate growth over time. Don? Yeah. the I mean, for example, if you want a very conservative portfolio that's heavily in bonds, lightly in stocks, the Vanguard Target 2015 fund is about 70% bonds, about 30% stocks. For each five-year increment, you increase your stock allocation by about 5%. So then you go to the Vanguard 2020, the Vanguard 2025, and your the stock allocation grows. So what I would suggest, this is a great one because you don't have to reallocate the target date funds. They reallocate for you. Determine how much initial risk you want to take because they'll get more conservative over time. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com or Vestry.com, either one, and take our risk quiz, R-I-S-Q-U-I-Z, and see what kind of an allocation is probably right for you, and then pick a target retirement fund or a target date fund that's appropriate in its mix. My only caveat here is at Vanguard, they had the problem last year with the target date funds in taxable accounts. They ended up just settling one state where they pay Massachusetts, where they paid like six and a half million. I'm waiting for the other 49 states to follow suit here. Yeah, you but can pretty much 
count on them not doing that again. Yeah, hope not. But you know, again, it makes me a little nervous. I, I but, think you know, they've learned the lesson. Do something else, but, but yeah, one would think. But anyway, I think those are two great ways to make it very simple. Know that you're going to get some stock exposure, decent amount of bonds growth, but stability at the same time. I hope that helps. Thanks for the call, Al. We appreciate it. 855-935-8255. Mark, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Oh, I have a question about Treasury Direct Series 1 bonds that for six months are paying 9.62%. It seems like a no-brainer to me. Series I bonds. Those are the the inflation bonds. There are some problems. There are some some issues, a couple of things. One is that rate is only set for six months. It until in, until the, they reevaluate the inflation rate. October. I until mean, October. So you're going to get three months. Three months of nine percent. Right. That's get, the only well, no, no, no. Once you get in, it stays at that for the next six months. Okay, so six months of that. Yeah, but they're going to readjust that at in that six point months. to say, right? Here's what you get moving forward. Number two, Don. Ten thousand dollars. Basically the maximum. And, or you can put part of your tax return up to five. It's I a believe, little complicated, well. but yes, you can. Uh, the other thing, there are re- there are restrictions. One, money cannot be touched for one year, period. Can't touch it, period, for any reason. After, from one to five years after you purchase them, if you want the money, you will suffer a three-month yeah, interest order. penalty or return penalty. And remember, that means you're locked in even if inflation goes, let's say it goes back to zero and your rate goes to zero, you're and still locked in. Because technically they're 30-year bonds, I think, or something. Yeah, like they're right? a long-term savings bond. But yeah, you can get them through Treasury Direct. It's just 10000 bucks. I mean, for now... A website that was put together in about 1975. Yeah, it is a very, okay. very dated website. But yeah, you can go get them there, but it's a limited amount. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. It's a tiny inflation For your head. real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, welcome back. I'm Don. Tom's over there. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call. We've got lines open for you right now. These I-bonds, they sound awesome. They just, you know, when you hear about them, you go, oh my gosh, give me 9% any day. But again, that 9% won't last. It's not locked in. The only the thing they're good for, I believe, is as a very tiny little inflation hedge. So for somebody with a tiny portfolio who wants to hedge against inflation, sure. But if you have a multi-million dollar portfolio or a million dollar portfolio, that ten or twenty thousand dollars in in I bonds isn't gonna make much difference at all. Yeah, I mean, I do worry that they are purchased for that reason exactly that that people hear nine percent and i'll take nine percent as you say all day long Mm -hmm. the first thing you should be doing is looking at your portfolio to decide do you need more bonds in your portfolio do you already own bonds and if you own bonds i think you should own them in bond etfs or bond mutual funds you should not own individual bonds and if you want to try to ladder 
federal security, go right ahead. It's a lot of work. I, I don't know that I'd be advocating that when you can own a very nice bond fund that does that for you. They're buying new bonds and they're buying, you know, if it's a 10 year bond, they're buying them at, you know, almost a 3% coupon. So you're already getting these new issues now that are going to be paying that higher amount. Yes, bonds have decreased in value this year because interest rates have gone up. But I'd still be advocating if you came to me and said, you know, I want to have 40% of my portfolio in bonds, I would still use bond funds or bond exchange traded funds rather than trying to pick off individual securities. Yeah, and what is so interesting, remember back, oh, let's say last year, what was the yield on BND, on the Vanguard Total Bond ETF? You know, it was it was probably 1.2 1. 1, 1. or something. Right, yeah. 1.2, 1.3. So yeah. even though you've lost this year a total of about 10% on BND, yeah. mm-hmm. the yield now, the SEC yield is up to 3.41%. There you go. I it's mean, you more p- than doubled. Yeah, the short-term pain for long-term gain is how I look at it. And I look at it that... We're going to get back to a more normal sort of interest rate environment where securities like that will pay three to four percent a year. Maybe even with a five. modicum of risk. I mean, the Who risk knows? factor is pretty low, even though, as you say, we've had a tough year. So, yeah, I bonds again. I, I, there's nothing wrong with them. I know I've gotten criticized some for sort of picking on them. I just don't think they are a big solution to very many people's sort of problems with returns or income per se. No, as a matter of fact, because um, I was wanting to try this thing out, I went to Treasury Direct and I bought some. And um, I, while it's nice, I've I've got twenty thousand dollars worth, and the income I've made is in the three figures. It's and if they 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 have paid out the coupon, do they do that? I don't even know what the rules. The value are. increases. Yeah, your your oh okay. Your value somebody increases. wrote us the other day and said, "Hey, I never got my payout from my I bond." You, you, like, they just uh, no, they just add it to your account. So correct. I, yeah, yeah, they add it uh, to your bond. Your so bond what's value, the value goes of your account up. Now, uh, actually, that is a really, really, really good question. <laughs> of course, it's still there. I, I just it's a it's kind of a pain to log in. I'm I'm yeah, checking. Can you log into the federal website? Uh, actually and i'll give the feds credit they have actually cleaned up the social security website that's much easier. twenty thousand five hundred and thirty two dollars yeah okay nothing to sneeze at on your 20 grand sure why not yeah but i mean it's not making me rich either it's five hundred thirty two dollars over the course of you said a very 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 small hedge to a foreign very small oh i did find something really interesting though i wanted to mention i thought bank rate would have the best rates but i did some searching and I found a bank called Brio Direct, B-R-I-O Direct. Yes. They're FDIC insured, and they're paying on high-yield savings with a $25 minimum, 1.8. Wow. That's pretty Just impressive. Shy. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Need a little help with your money? Give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. I'm Don McDonald, Tom Cox over there, and you're right there where you're supposed to be listening to us, either on the radio or do a podcast later. 
And, you know, recently we've had a, like that flood in Yellowstone. You know, yep. we had a lot of these events, you know, these monsoon events. And they, they, they're now calling them. I remember back in the day, and it, the day wasn't that long ago. It was like a year ago uh, when they called them 100-year floods. You know, oh, this is a historic 100-year flood. Once in a century event. Now, now, no, no, no longer are they 100-year floods. They're 1,000-year floods. They're, they're millennial events. They're that big. They mm. are literally. Well, people live longer today, so what do you expect? They're not that much longer. <laughs> they don't live a thousand years. No, they do not. You know, so th- this this hyperbole, this this yeah, it's everywhere. But it's particularly prevalent among people who prognosticate and pundicize on financial news shows and the like. Like a uh, uh, guy recently said about the crypto collapse that it's get this. I find that I find it shocking that he came up with this analogy all by himself. He called it yeah, the perfect right. storm. Yeah, which really was a book the perfect by, uh, storm. Sebastian Junger back in 1997, a good book by the way, and a better movie. But uh, yeah, it's not the perfect storm, and it's not a black swan. Oh wait, no, no. It, I I have decided my events now. I have taken the bad events that happen to the market. You know the things you don't expect. I've yeah. turned them from black swans into gray goose i figure because because then you can drink it's a gray <laughs> goose event comes with comes co- with alcohol comes with vodka it's a gray goose <laughs> oh my gosh the market's having another gray goose actually my my too. life is sort of having a gray goose yeah, right now so life really where is. is the gray i have no vodka now don't get near it uh okay this is i tell you why this is silly is because when the black swan event really does occur what will you call it then? It is, this is not unexpected that stocks and bonds have gone down. This is not unexpected that there will be a bear market. This isn't even unexpected if we get in the middle of a recession. It's part of capitalism. Things go up and things go down for a lot of reasons of which most people do not see coming. So it, it, hyperbole is the right word, Don. And the problem is people, the reason they do this is it gets people excited to do mm-hmm. something. They it's want all you about to move emotion. Money. They want you to trade something. Exactly. They're trying to get you worked up so that you will say, you're right, I got to move from X to Y. I got to move my money out of there and move it over to there. I got to get out of this fund and move it into your fund because your fund's a long, short fund. It knows when to be in and when to be out and when to short those stocks, right? All right. And I love this no, quote. Not really. This quote from this uh, Wall Street Journal article from a couple of days ago. Uh Quoting Spanish philosopher Jose Ortega y Gasset, he wrote a long time ago, quote, the metaphor is perhaps the most fruitful power of man. Its efficacy verges on magic. It's magical. <laughs> the power of a metaphor. People will like, it's like, oh my gosh, a black uh, swan. Then it has to be true. Well, plus it has to be no. exciting. Scary. Yeah, exactly. You know, the market. Tune it out. The market is exciting enough on its own, but if we can make it more exciting, then you feel like you have to do things. Yeah, and you don't have to do things. You don't have to respond to this. And the people that end up with more money, they do not. They might read this, find it cute, but they tune it out. (laughs) Actually, it was a very cute article. It was was very interesting. Yeah, it was very well written. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... uh, I still like the I still like the final quote where he say he's heard people say it's a perfect storm if they're late picking up their kids from school. 
It was the well, perfect storm it, that kept me from getting here on time. It was a thousand-year flood. Yeah. <laughs> it was the thousand-year flood. <laughs> the dog ate my home. Oh, no, <laughs> the dog ate the car during the thousand-year flood. <laughs> that was that. Sorry. And so I, yes. So I got here on the back of a black swan with a bottle of Grey Goose in my hand. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. Give us a call, please. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, welcome back. I'm Don. Tom's over there. This is Talking Real Money. Our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We've got some time left, so give us a call. But we also get questions sent in, or comments in this case, (laughs) sent in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Uh, they're typed to us, so we, we read some of those occasionally. Uh, I, we don't always get through all of them, but we try. But this one I found interesting because it's someone who disagrees with us. Good. Bring so it on. So we want to give them. Absolutely. A little bit of airtime. Of course, doesn't mean we won't argue with them because we probably will. But uh, this one was uh, from Merv, and, and Merv wanted to uh, talk about an episode a few weeks ago that that I call I named Dogecoin. Like Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Yeah, yeah. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. Remember that one? I do. Yeah. 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 He says Boy, pretty uh, hard to de- pretty hard to defend any cryptocurrency right now, but go right at it. I found your Dogecoin episode a little too uh, desperate. Mm. Mm. I understand questions are down, but that's because the macro situation is so challenging right now. Folks don't want to think about their 401k as the value continues to plummet. Making such provocative statements will probably work to get you more material for your podcast, but I think you are better than that. For example. (laughs) Then you don't know him. Then you don't know him. (laughs) For example. In your podcast, you reference Bill Gates in support for your case against Bitcoin, stating that we should listen to him because he kind of knows how to make money. Okay, wait. Right, stop right there. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates is down on all of cryptocurrency. He's not just down on Bitcoin. Or Dogecoin. No, he he's down the on whole all thing. He, he thinks the whole thing's a stupid he mess. He put, yeah, he wouldn't put, put any money in any of them. So anyway, go ahead. He said, so using your logic, one yeah. would think that we should really listen to Elon Musk. But no, you said we should not listen to him, but he should be banned from even being on Twitter because he has a different opinion than yours. Wait, wait, wait. You're going to use Elon Musk as your credibility hit, right? I mean, I know, really? I mean, I know. who is next? I mean, let's, and, and, the list and, would be and, and short. He, apparently, he missed Come on. our point. Our point was that uh, Elon was actually hawking Dogecoin yeah, because he, he owned it. In Shocker most there. industries, in most of the financial world, that would be front-running. Yes, you cannot do that. That would be, but it's not because it's crypto. There's no rules with crypto. So, no. We, and by the I, way, we, Mr. Musk we may said not be he that should popular be, on Twitter. Yeah, we, anyway. Exactly. We said he should be banned for, from Twitter reasons. for promoting Dogecoin. 
Yeah. That's what we said, not because we disagree with him, but because we thought he was doing a disservice to people because even the inventor of Dogecoin says it was a joke. And still says it. Okay, so continuing. If you feel strongly in your case against crypto, why would you want to silence an opposing view? I know. Sounds very tech industry-like. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Bitcoin is very mean, oh, silencing the other side. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. that's tech industry. Okay, if you don't okay if you don't support Bitcoin, but everyone will buy into Bitcoin at the price they deserve. Really, you deserve. <sighs> yes, Bitcoin is very volatile. Now, ready for this argument, Tom? You're going to okay, love yeah. this one. So far, they've been pretty powerful. So yeah, well, again, yeah. Mm. You remember the growing pains from Microsoft, Amazon, the Internet, the Model T. Well, actually, I don't remember the four Model out T. Of five, four yeah. out of five aren't bad. <laughs> but those are all products that yeah, do something. They're things. They're yeah, things, they but that's okay. Yeah, right, if yeah. you were in charge of Henry Ford back then, we would still be riding horses. I love technology, dude. I are you kidding? There's there's few people. I will say this publicly. There are few people on the further on the bleeding edge than Don McDonald. Truly. Look around me. Oh, you can't because this is radio. But look around me. I'm surrounded by the highest of high technology. I love That's technology. True. That's love, true. love, love it, love it. Anyway, going on. Um, you always okay, say but just bit- to make clear. The yeah? point is that the reason we're opposed to Bitcoin at all is that we're I'm kidding. Neanderthals. Yeah, kind of. I'm getting to oh. that point. All right. All right. Okay. So he says, he says, y- you state that Bitcoin has no intrinsic value. That's debatable. It is? Okay. Let's say it's debatable, but too much involved for this small text block I'm typing in. Remember your history. Oh, my God. Okay, wait. History? Tom? Don? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Not that many people that know more, know more it, about okay. history than yeah. we do. Uh-huh. What is the intrinsic value of money, of the money stones of yap, cowrie shells, gold, etc.? We don't think they have any intrinsic value. We don't. They're means of exchange, but they don't have intrinsic value. See, exactly. that's where you're, where you're you're making you're making our argument our point. Yeah, yeah. for us. Uh, what is the intrinsic value of gold? Nowhere near the speculative value. I'm sure we agree. Oh, my God, we found a point of agreement, Tom. Your, in your response to my last submittal, you referred to me as some youngster. I assure you I'm no youngster. Like you, I built my nest egg slowly using low-cost index funds. Then why are you arguing for crypto? I'm sorry. Uh, that doesn't mean it's the only way to build wealth. I urge you to open your mind and, you, and realize, you don't know, you realize you don't know what you don't know. Okay, you but, know, I, actually, having heard that, I it just makes me still... Uh, I concur with everything we've said about cryptocurrencies in the past, gosh, year and a half, maybe two years. Because remember when people were calling us like four times a day. Yeah, he says his I, his I, argument is that his argument is that uh, multi billion corporation, multi billion dollar corporations have uh, uh, crypto on their balance sheets. Okay, there's a few. There's yeah. a few. A few. Just yeah, think, there might many, be more many. to it than just pandering. I love your show, and I thought that I would play along and provide you with more fodder to dismiss another of some just whack-out nut job like Musk. Speaking of okay. Musk, why yeah, does he intrigue you. you so much? Why why does it intrigue you so much that someone would file a lawsuit against the richest man in the world on principle? Hmm? What? Did somebody file a comment. lawsuit? Well, 
I'm against sure lots Elon of Musk, there's well, Twitter get now. Get in line. Yeah, get in line. I mean, there's going to be more maybe from his other escapades. You know, the thing is, you're entitled to that opinion. We do not argue that. What no. we argue is that if you're an investor, we think this is a poor, and I'm using air quotes here, investment. I wouldn't put my money into it. I wouldn't put my client's money into it. Yeah. I wouldn't even put Don's money into it. And we have a very, very, very difficult time even using the word investment to refer yeah, to it. Yeah, I don't think it is. We just hate it. I'm sorry, sir. We we hate it. We are we are in very good company, by the way, in hating it. Some of the brightest people on the planet. The, the Elon Musk. It doesn't count because Elon Musk is no. a troll. He yeah, does things time. to to yeah. get attention or to make himself a bunch of quick money. He's a troll. The whole Twitter thing was trolling all of us. Apparently, not only does he troll us with Twitter and things, apparently he trolls women with his argument that he's repopulating (laughs) the planet. I was waiting for this. That's his argument. I didn't realize that that was the way to hit on women. Uh, Hey, I'm a billionaire, and I'm trying to repopulate the planet. You want to go out? Help out? Yeah, let's say uh, meet you. Apparently, it works. Anyway, thanks for your question or your comment or whatever. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you need some serious help with your money, you need somebody to look over your portfolio to try to get you on track toward a plan, uh, to give you a second opinion when somebody's trying to sell you something, it's so easy to get the help you need and to get some help from somebody that isn't going to try and sell you something. You just, we promise this works. People keep telling us. Wow, you really didn't lie. It worked. You just set up an appointment with one of our advisors at Vestry by Appella. It's that easy. And uh, we'll just help you out for free for nothing one time, not over and over again. You have to hire us for that. You just go to vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.